Hi, welcome to season five of Atrium Talks. Hi, Bhagwan. Hi, Deepa. Bhagwan, what are we talking about this season? This season, we are going to take people to the true first wonder of the world. Ah, intrigued. And what is that? Creativity and innovation. Creativity and innovation. John Steinbeck said this, and I, I'm sure he's not alone, when he said that, you know, our species is the only creative species. And because our species are the only species that take advantage of this great thing called imagination. Ah, so creativity is imagination? Einstein said, IQ can only take you from A to B, but imagination will take you everywhere. And I think that's the crux of creativity. Can we think beyond what we see? Can we think beyond what is around us and what has been with us? So it's novelty for sure. It's novelty and usefulness. So novelty is good. It can, you know, make us feel good. Like, you know, we can make limericks or, you know, little poems, but we are going to call something innovation if it also leads to something good, changes the human condition. And I guess that's why we care about it, right? Because it enables our search for a better world. That's right. Uh, without creativity, without innovation, there is really no human progress. That's right. And if you look at the history, that's what you see. The big advances came from these creative innovations that we were able to accomplish. So creativity is novelty and usefulness, and we care about it because it drives progress and helps us live a better world. Yes, indeed. May I also add that we care about it because it's on the decline. It's on the decline. Yeah, so, you know, there's this um, article which came out in Nature, which I I'm sure you remember uh, because you pointed me to it, which talks about if you had a time traveler, right, who came in from 1905, traveled 50 years and arrived on Earth, this person would see a very different world and be completely dazzled by it, yes. right? This yeah. person would see some breakthrough innovations. He or she would see that astronomers and astrophysicists have discovered new galaxies, new prints and signatures for the Big Bang. They would discover microwave and satellite communication, the computer, software, data, life scientists that, you know, that would have discovered the DNA, yep. uh, ways of reprinting it and, you know, giving us the dogmas of modern biology, right? But the article also makes the point that if the same time traveler had to, you know, move from 65 to 2015, 50 years later, would they be dazzled? And they make the point that perhaps they would be dazzled because, you know, they, it's not that yeah, the internet would not... Yeah, internet, smartphone, yeah. chat, GPT. Yeah, but, 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 but what they say is that these innovations would have been foreseeable to that traveler. Ah. So, you know, therefore the innovations that the traveler sees would have been possible for him or her to predict and therefore pointing or emphasizing the incremental nature of the innovations that have happened or the narrow nature of the innovations that have happened in the last uh, So the breakthrough innovations that happened over the last couple of centuries. Correct. The rate at which we are seeing breakthrough innovations is on the decline. Correct. So they, they talk about two types of technologies. You know, you, you'd likely remember these, right? They talk about consolidating yeah. technologies and disruptive technologies. Yeah, in one case, you're building on something that is within the same field. 
Correct. It's incremental knowledge. It's useful, no doubt. Incredibly. But it is not innovative in the sense of connecting the dots across different fields. Yes. And that is what is truly disruptive. Correct, correct. So the way they look at it is whether, you know, the, the work that cites you also cites your predecessors versus not. Versus not, versus right. not, right? So therefore, you, it's it's a it's you're essentially creating discontinuous change in the innovation space and forging new worlds. So you could be deep, but you are narrow. Yes, that's what he calls consolidating research. Yes. Genetically but, modified soya beans. Okay, but if you want to have true disruption, you need to see things on the side. They say creativity seeps in from the side, not from Yes, the uh, the Alaskan oil spill, you know, the problem of how to address that came from the construction industry and not from the oil and petroleum gas industry. Right. So, yeah. So if it is in the decline, we need to do something about it. Right. So the, the paper does say that this is not because all the ideas have been solved. Right. Or, you That's know, right. all the, the ones that can be solved have been solved. It's not because of that. It, it's not because of a general decline in the quality of scientists or quality of scientific work. In fact, they the quality that. is quite high. Yes. yes in still. fact, we have more scientists today than we did before. We have more money spent on R&D than we did before. And yet there is some decline in fundamental innovation. That's right. And uh, therefore, we must ask and answer what can individuals do? What can societies do? And as always, what we talk about, Bhagwan. How do organizations, what can organizations right. do? Yeah. So in the future episodes, we will talk about how do you cultivate creativity, how do societies encourage creativity, and how do we make sure that people are able to connect the dots? Correct. And humanity is in fact facing big challenges. We just went through a big COVID crisis. We don't know when the next one is going to arrive. Climate change is staring at us in our face. So these are important things we need to tackle. Correct. And what's interesting, Bhagwan, or you know, what makes this urgent is that these challenges are situated in contexts that are most trapped of solutions. Right. For instance, climate change. Right. Uh, we need folks in Asia. We need you know people in this part of the world to affect change who are also least incentivized to do it. And we cannot ask our poor to affect solutions for climate change. And therefore, the solutions will have to be technological solutions, right, that complement these behaviors to drive the outcomes we need. And so, yes, a big affirmative to your ask for, you know, uh, solutions that will hark us back to an era of great discoveries, great ideas and great technologies. Okay, I'm ready for the ride. Thank you, Bhagwan. Thank you, Deepa. Mm -hmm.